Oh no, there's another squad attacking. Welcome to the third party, an Apex Legends podcast hosted by myself, Shay, and joined as always by my co-host, Henry. Henry, how's it going today? It's going really good, Shay. We're doing a crazy idea today. <laughs> Tell them all about it. The Saturday episodes have been crazy lately, and this is another one. Today, and this one's probably a little bit, a bit more odd than normal. We are going through the legends and talking about their power and versatility and ranking them by their effective range as legends. And we'll get into the conversation, what exactly that means, why we're trying to put an interesting spin on uh, you know, legend ranking essentially to an extent uh, in a little bit. But before we do that, if you want a question answered on the show, ask it in our Discord channel meant for questions or leave it in the form of a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Probably have a mailbag coming up here in a little bit. And with that, We'll uh, open it up from Discord and answer a ton of questions. So get them in there now. Also, if you'd like, drop us a follow on Twitter at Kirk Rudochet and HB uh, Burrison. Links for all those are in the description, as always. Let's dive straight in. So, walks through it. Legend Ranges. This was an idea that we came up with that was a new way of thinking about legends, comparing legends, choosing legends. Um, the issue that we find whenever we try to rank legends is how do you compare a defensive legend with an offensive legend? How can you compare Watson and Pathfinder? Incredibly different play styles, incredibly different strengths and weaknesses. They're in the same game. They both have value, but comparing them head-to-head, very, very difficult. Range is an interesting idea mm-hmm. where you can have a legend that specializes in defensive abilities that is effective in the same exact range as a legend with offensive abilities. So we've t- kind of created some frameworks to structure this conversation <laughs> to determine what is the effective range of a legend. And it's harder than you might think, I think. Um, we hadn't really put pen to paper and tried to put legends in these boxes before, but I think it was a really fun exercise. But the question now is, what's the point of all this? What are the takeaways? What's the value of determining what the range of a legend is? Well, number one, which ranges are most important? Is it important to be strong at long range? Not as much as close range. So that's kind Mm -hmm. of the number one thing that we pin down. That if a legend is very strong in close range, that's the most important. That's where gunfights are Mm -hmm. won and lost. That's where games are won and lost. So even if maybe you're not super versatile, as long as you got the close range covered, you're you're probably a good pick. But say you're a defensive legend and you really specialize in close quarters. But if another legend can do that in a different way, but can still be effective in close and also in the medium range, well, they're probably a better pick because they have more versatility. So today, we're going to at least mention every legend. 
And we're going to put them into three different categories of ranges, which we'll go into here in a second, exactly what those are. But we're then going to tell you how many ranges are they effective in. So you could have a legend that's effective at close range, medium range, and long range. That is what we would call a very versatile legend. They are effective at all ranges. They can respond to a lot of situations. And in a battle royale, where there's third parties and explosives and you don't know where the game is going to end, that's really valuable. We're then going to talk about legends that are effective in two ranges, so they have some versatility. And we're going to talk about legends that are really only effective in a single range. And that's where I think the conversation is going to get interesting, and that's where I'd like to start. Yeah, let's do it. Let's first define what the ranges are. That's actually what we should do. Then we'll get into that. So, close (laughs) range, very extreme. All right. This is a very specific range, zero to 30 meters. Think about this is shotgun range. Hit fire SMG, you are in Mm -hmm. their face. Zero to 30 meters, close range. Medium range, a lot wider, but you're 30 to 100 meters. So, AR. LMG range, you can see them with a 1x still. It's not too crazy. Long range is 100 meters plus. We'll defend that a little bit. So typically (laughs) when we think about weapons, 100 meters is not really long range. You know, long range is the snipers. Snipers you can use pretty effectively, 150, 200 plus. Um, But in Apex Legends, that doesn't really matter. Who cares if you're even knocking someone from 200 meters away? Because they're going to get the reset. It's just so far away that that range is kind of irrelevant. So we decided to pull in what long range means in order to get more specific on close and medium. And I think it, it's still interesting because yeah. the other thing, which is a caveat, which might be the biggest hole in this conversation is, well, any legend could pick up a sniper, Henry, so they can be effective at long range. Mm-hmm. We're talking about legend abilities that can support that type of play. and Yeah, or counter. Yeah, or do something that's valuable. Mm-hmm. Now, before we dive in, well, yeah, go ahead. I was going to throw in one more thing. I, I just want to throw in the, the, the context as well, because I want to make sure we're backing up our our long range yeah. one in particular, because I was the one that was being a stickler for mm-hmm. that uh, range point when Henry and I were discussing. But originally, we were looking at, you know, a two hundred meter range, and the problem we were having with that was then one, the medium range category was so long it just kind of all encompassed everyone. And then we were looking at things like, well, if we define a two hundred meter range as the long range legends. Legends that I think a lot of us look at as longer range in like a Pathfinder don't necessarily fit that category. So even though Pathfinder's ult can go 200 meters, that it's hard to do that. And that's not the range you're using the ability at. But we definitely, you still look at Pathfinder's ult as a long range ability. So we kind of had to tone it back down because of that to bring in that medium range a little bit. And make that long. It, it brought in the long range category, but there's gonna no be there's gonna be no way for us to not say you know Valk 
is in a you know the only long range legend because her ability is so much yeah. further than everybody else in this context just because of you know we're limiting it to three categories so you know like henry said this is a subjective conversation we're having some fun with it uh i think it's going to be a blast and overall planning it out was a fun time too so yeah now i know everybody's just so excited for us to start going into it but first a few warnings so number one this is subjective the first kind of example of that is we are only going to say a legend is in a certain range if it's effective. So Ash, for example, she has a passive that allows you to do long-range intel across the whole map. Undoubtedly, that's a long-range ability. But we are not going to call her a long-range legend. She doesn't have a strength in long-range because that ability isn't super effective. That's our opinion. So that's going to be a big thing in here. If you disagree with some of our calls, maybe you disagree on the ash, let us know. That's how we have a Discord. We want to hear your feedback. Um, (laughs) Another warning is in that same vein, we're focused fairly strictly on offensive and defensive power. So kind of like Mm -hmm. that ash, just getting intel. I don't know if that makes you a powerful legend. Winning gunfights Mm -hmm. by having an ability that is either offensive or defensive or getting you into a good position, that's really how we're assessing legends. That hurts a few of these legends that don't really fit into those categories, but I think it's important to make that distinction because it's how most people choose what legends to play. Are they going to help you win gunfights? Yeah. Then the last caveat here is we're talking horizontal range. There's a few <laughs> legends that can do vertical range not really impactful here. Um, even though you can use Valk's passive to fly up into the air super, super high, irrelevant. We're just talking about horizontal range. Let's dive in. So Let's start first, it. Yeah. we have the legends that can only be effective in a single range. That is Horizon, Lifeline, Caustic, Loba, and Crypto. I think this is a really fun place to start because it's probably (laughs) our most controversial and so diverse of a category. Yeah, very different legends. Yeah. All five of these legends, we think, are only effective in a single range. And let's just kind of go through them top to bottom. So Horizon, Lifeline, and Caustic are all close range legends. Zero to 30 meters is kind of where we think they have their most strength. Loba, medium range, 30 to 100 meters, pretty much tied to that tactical only. Um, her ultimate is amazing. Her passive is great. We're the biggest fans of Loba, but in terms of combat, only really a medium range legend is what she's bringing to the table. Then Crypto, long range, 100 meters out. You got to pop the drone, prepare for an EMP. That's how you're going to be effective. Um, let's talk about those first three, though. Those are the juiciest. Yeah. Horizon, Lifeline, and Caustic are definitely the juiciest. And I think it comes down to a few simple things. One, let's start with Lifeline because I think she's the easiest to knock out. You truly have to be on top of your teammates in order to pull something off. You know, that is in line with her abilities. Your tactical in and of itself has a very limited close range to being able to use it effectively, even if you are trying to use it in combat. 
and the ult as well is very close. Like she's just the definition of a close range legend. And she's not even supposed to be a very effective combat legend in terms of her abilities leaning into that. So she plays her role perfectly from that sense. Is there anything else you want to add in on her in particular? Makes sense. Horizon, Caustic, these are interesting ones because I think they have a similar counter argument that I think if you're listening to this, you we, we need to discuss. So Horizon, you mentioned it early in the show. This was kind of the one we were leaning at. We were talking about horizontal uh, range, not vertical. Horizon can obviously go very high. That's a great skill, but it does keep you within pretty close range to take the stuff that's above you and below you. So that kind of fun back and forth. Caustic, trapping up, you know, very close to you nearby, holding on a building, holding an area slightly in the open, putting traps down. You physically can't throw these more than 30 meters, so that's not really going to be a medium range ability. But both these legends do have ultimates you can, you know, throw further than 30 meters, and they're both pretty good ultimates as well. And so if maybe that's where any pushback comes, it would be there. For us, we kind of were just looking at it as like, where do you optimally use them though? Caustic, definitely more optimally. You're jumping on people with the ult, pushing people with the ult, immediately getting into gunfights. That's how you're taking advantage of it. And Horizon, nowadays, so much play revolves around using the Horizon ult on doors, using the Horizon ults on people that are below you rather than trying to you know, throw it out, suck people out from behind cover and hit them with nades. So I think the Horizon one, obviously, that's probably the one that has the strongest argument to be somewhere else. But at the end of the day, most effective when you're using it at that close range. Yeah, I agree. That's a really good summary. Now, just because a legend is in our opinion, only effective in one range doesn't mean they're bad. I think the based on, you know, what I talked about in the very beginning, close range, that's what matters. So if you love caustic, you like lifeline or horizon, lucky for you. Like they are very effective in close range. As long as you were aware of that, you know, specialization that I am only useful if mm-hmm. I'm right up with people, that is a really important thing to know in order to shape the rest of your team to kind of fill in those other ranges that you have a gap in. Loba and crypto, though, a little bit of a different story. Loba being a medium range, not super exciting. You know, it, mm-hmm. we both love Loba. I love marksmans, I love ARs. She's a perfect legend for me. I don't want to get in people's face and have to worry about the tap strafing and the shotguns. Um, (laughs) So I just don't even want to play a legend like Caustic um, that has to get up close. But simply because Loba doesn't provide strengths at close range does make her a little bit less effective. So I think Mm -hmm. being aware of that from a combat standpoint really reinforces that she is a support legend. She is supposed to get you and your teammates really good guns. That's it. Like, close range is lacking for her. Yeah, it's definitely fair. She's an interesting conversation to have because she's probably one of the best examples on this list of someone that doesn't have a lot of that range but is still a legend that is on the better side of things. Um, And so... No, we're both lifeline haters, so come at us if you would like, but I don't think either one of us are going to go to bat for her. So. A huge reason why Loba is so good is she allows you to get the fully kitted weapon of your dreams and armor and ammo. And so yeah. it's like, how can we describe that as a range 
well, he can't really, but she can still be effective and maybe a close range if she gives the whole team golden shotgun bolts, you know? So she's an outlier, but given her raw abilities that are focused on combat, medium range. Crypto, long range. We love crypto, but that kind of speaks for itself. Crypto lacks these other ranges. simple. Yeah. Yeah. His ability is all built into one thing. You're not using the, I mean, you can use the ult, but that at like a close 30, 100 meter range, but it's not as optimal. You're going to be in risk of EMPing yourself, or you're going to have to, you know, uh, and I'm the most aggressive crypto player you'll find. So I'm still speaking to the fact that the optimal range is around that 100 meter to 150, probably where you're close enough to push and soon follow up on after uh, without putting yourself in danger while using the ability. So, Yeah, he kind of speaks for himself, I think, in terms of that simplicity of his kit. Um, But before we get into the rest of these legends, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Welcome back. Okay, Henry, take us into the legends that scored two on the versatility rankings. All right, (laughs) tier two. So these legends are effective in both close and medium range. So zero to 30 and 30 to 100 meters, they have power. Bloodhound, Seer, Fuse, Mad Maggie, Revenant, Newcastle, Mirage, and Ash. Then we have one legend who we believe is effective in both medium and long range, and that's Vantage. So all those legends have two ranges that they provide a lot of combat utility in. Bloodhound. Start things off. We don't necessarily need to go into every single one of these. But Bloodhound, I think, is a good example because their tactical, which is where the value is, has a 75-meter range. So that's kind Mm -hmm. of a perfect medium-range ability. It's not a long range. Um, So valuable. I mean, if you're close and medium-range, you are a very strong legend in our opinion. You're going to see Seer on this list. You're going to see Newcastle on this list, who we think are... Mm -hmm incredible legends um yeah i mean with that you you just hit a very good point let's just we can knock a few of these out like no problem with this that range bloodhound is the ult which is or the ult at close range and having a speed boost and the tactical kind of maxing in that medium range seer pretty much similar but with the ult being kind of the driver of the power and that's got a 60 meter you know diameter and then a little bit of the toss range on that. So you're not getting over 100, essentially, is the takeaway. And that's where it's most productive. Newcastle, 75-meter ult max, very strong legend. And the close shield and close revive in combat allows you to do things at close range that are effective as well. Those are kind of like three legends where the just ranges of their ability kind of speaks to this ranking, I think more than anything else. Yeah. Um, some of these other ones, you know, there's a bit more subjectivity to them. I think those ones are just our you know, three most straightforward ones to talk about. Yeah, and they're kind of the best examples and our favorites on this list. Mm-hmm. The ones that are, I think, worth talking about. So, Mad Maggie. She mm-hmm. has this mobility ultimate that can go, you know, a long range. Why do we not think mm-hmm. she's a long range legend? Well, it's because it's not really the most effective use. You want to hit mm-hmm. people with the wrecking ball. And if you're just throwing it out into an empty field to get a speed boost, to get out of the ring, A, 
not the most effective use. B, it's not relevant to our idea of offensive combat utility. So it Mm -hmm. kind of is disqualified. Fuse, another legend that is super interesting because you can Mm -hmm. use the mother load ultimate at long range. The UI is designed for that. But the reality in game is not very effective. You know, who cares if you're ulting somebody from over 100 meters away? Doesn't do a whole lot. Even in conjunction with other abilities, are you really going to get like knocks? Are you going to kill a team because of this? Mm -hmm. Probably not. So limited to the close and medium range. Definitely. Uh, It's very well said. Yeah. Vantage, I think, is an interesting legend in general. I think she's very fun to play. I think her range descriptions are pretty straightforward. You know, medium range Mm -hmm. has this tactical that offers mobility. And then, you know, her passive and her ultimate are more long range focused. Mm -hmm. Um, Because she errors more on the side of longer range than closer range, that makes her less valuable in this game. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about that a few times now, but I think, yes, she has two ranges of versatility, but because it's erroring longer rather than shorter does make her less valuable than Fuse, for example. Yeah. It, it, it's a weird spot to be in, for sure. And uh, definitely not an optimal one. I didn't realize it until a few weeks ago, but I am a Vantage hater. Um <laughs> Which just sucks, but that's just how it is. I like playing her. She's fun, but I just don't think she offers a ton to the team. And I'm now realizing a lot of it is because of what you're talking about. It is this long and medium range effectiveness. And not having close range effectiveness is a, unless you're offering a lot in other areas, like a Loba where your support is really strong or a Crypto where your ceiling power is really strong, not going to be the best, you know, High-level ranked comp kind of uh, legend for you. I agree. I have a hypothesis about Vantage's ultimate, which I really want to test, but I'll just say it without any proof and see how much damage (laughs) I can cause. I believe that Sniper's Mark has a very high starting projectile size or and or a very high projectile growth speed. I think that that is the reason why it's so easy to hit. And I think it makes it pretty powerful. So I want to think do it's also some the research. velocity. Yeah. I will say that as well. That for me is like the big if thing. If you look that. at somebody, you hit them. And that's kind of nice. But yeah, that's my hot take. Moving on. <laughs> uh, you ready for tier three? Sure. Let's do it. All right. So the legends that are the most versatile, they have application that gives them value in combat, in close, medium, and long range. We have Bangalore, Valkyrie, Gibraltar, Pathfinder, Octane, Catalyst, Wraith, Watson, and Rampart. Let, let's, start with, let's start with our defensive yes. legends, because I think that's where most of the fun conversation is going to be, with Rampart, Watson, and Catalyst. How can these defensive legends that are meant to lock down and control areas have versatility across all three ranges, Henry? Go. All right. So Watson is the historical, traditional defensive legend. Mm -hmm. She is so great at long range. I think she's one of the best because you can pick up a sniper, rock with Watson, set up your fences, scare people away, 
or attract them. And you're going to be able to use the Watson Ultimate to regenerate your shields as you're sniping at people. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of a perfect, slow play style, long range kit. Yeah. So she covers the long range, but then also that medium range countering ultimates, countering grenades in the open. She's yeah. great there. And at close range, you are blocking doors. You're holding close range. People come in with an arc star and you deny it. So Watson is a defensive legend who is actually has application at all ranges. Mm-hmm. Very similar with Rampart and Catalyst. Couple differences are Catalyst, we believe, can actually... She's a fun one to yeah, talk about. Yeah. She's, <laughs> I think we're fans of Catalyst. She's hard to play, but has a lot of power. And our long-range justification for Catalyst is you can use the ultimate to close the gap. You can use it to mm-hmm. conceal. You can use it to push over you know 100-meter distance. Mm-hmm. That is weird for a defensive legend, but that's a big reason mm-hmm. why we think she's powerful is she can kind of flex. Well, and to be truthful, I think a lot of this conversation started around Bangalore Mm -hmm. because we've always thought of her as having this tactical that has such cool range applications to either be used aggressively to smoke people, but more often than not to use it on yourself to rotate effectively. And then we were thinking about it and we were like, wait, if two smokes can be a reason for you to be effective at long range because pulling off rotations is such an important part of Apex, a black ferrofluid wall that does the exact same thing, I guess, has to be in this category as well. Yeah. Uh, especially with a very generous cooldown of two minutes. Um, which So, yeah. And we'll talk about Gibraltar for a similar reason as well. Yeah, <laughs> I think Gibraltar is such a great case for being versatile at different ranges because you have the gun shield and the bubble that are great at close range, kind of a no-brainer. Medium range, obviously, you can you know throw the ultimate. You can also you know use the gun shield. And then at the longer ranges, you can protect yourself from snipers with the bubble. You can snipe at enemies with the gun shield and you know save you know yourself having to hit shield cells. So pretty versatile there. Valkyrie, pretty straightforward uh, as well. Super, super mm-hmm. long range, rotation ultimate, close range passive, medium range, missiles and passive. You know, she kind of covers those bases. Um, yeah. When it comes to Wraith, Octane, and Pathfinder, maybe they're no-brainers to you. Like Maybe that's just obviously <laughs> they're the most versatile, their mobility. They have long-range rotation. They you know, can have a great mobility in combat. Give you mobility like, and yeah, close to medium. Yeah. Could be a no-brainer, but you know, compared to these other legends like Watson or Gibraltar or Bangalore, who actually provide range, like, value at long range so you can stay at over 100 meters away Mm -hmm. these three legends are a little bit different because they don't really add value but they can close that gap and that in a way does make them effective at long range so that's kind of maybe you see it as the system breaks down gets fun i think that Mm -hmm. it it fits and they are versatile for that reason um but yeah those are those are the thoughts overall. Are there any others that you want to go in? 
Um, no, I mean, I think I think we covered pretty much everything pretty well. It, it it's cool to see as well how some of the recent changes you know impact some of the stuff because you know we got a big change to the Pathfinder zipline and the Wraith Ultimate, and we've been talking a lot on the show about what that added to their kit. Yeah. And I think doing this breakdown really reinforced, wow, these were already really popular legends that had strong abilities, especially at that medium range and close range, which to your point, and what we've been saying this entire pod is the most effective and most important range. But my, oh my, adding in that long range versatility as well with both of those really takes them to another le- level. And, uh, you know, we don't do, you know, tier lists of legend rankings and stuff. I think if we were to, though, I think those two legends would uh, find their way towards the top, one of which would be very reluctantly so for Henry <laughs> with Wraith. Um, but it, it does, it speaks to how cool the balancing can be. Because if you look at it on this standpoint and you get changes that makes a legend go from having something that works at 75 meters to 150 meters, yeah. The conversation starts to get interesting. Like we look at Fuse being stuck in tier two of versatility. He's one of the oddest ones where he has this really effective like range where the tactical and ultimate have a lot of velocity. And even the UI is friendly to the ultimate at long range. Yeah. But that's still not the play style you want to use those legends at or use him at to be most effective. And so you could look at Fuse and say, hmm, well, if they made some changes to his kit. He could be a legend that fits into all these categories in some way, shape, or form. And then that's going to give a boost to his versatility and in turn his power. Yeah. So it's cool to kind of take a step back. It's obviously all subjective as we came up with the categories ourselves. We're talking about play styles, you know, how we look at playing legends. And so, yeah, that's why I listen to the podcast, though, hopefully, for our opinions outside of maybe some news. But yeah, I thought it was a fun one. Yeah, I agree. I think there's some fun takeaways here. I think that, you know, explaining that Wraith is a long-range legend is a little bit odd, but I think the explanation is we capped the long range very short. Like 100 plus meters, yeah, absolutely. Her ultimate is effective within 100 meters. But I think when most people think about long range, they think about, you know, I'm using a G7 and I have to adjust for bullet drop. At 100 meters, you don't. You know, it's like that Mm -hmm. is the effective range. And that's not long. So I think doing that and pointing out the fact that long range actually isn't that long when it comes to this like assessment and legend mm-hmm, abilities mm-hmm. is important. But yeah, yeah super fun. Any other, uh, any other overall conclusions, major takeaway, anything that you pulled from uh, you know, going through this exercise and this episode generally that you want the listeners to know? I think I've always believed from the very beginning of this podcast that versatility equals power. And I think if you, you know, look at our list, listen to this breakdown, if you just pick your whole team off of the most versatile, fantastic. If Mm -hmm. you don't, be aware of that and don't put yourself in situations where you need to be effective at long range. Like you need to be aware of the effective range of your entire team. And I think putting legend in, into these buckets really helps you build out that team. Yeah, well said. Well said. That's going to wrap up our Saturday episode, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Third Party Podcast. We appreciate you all. 
Please hit the plus on Apple and drop us a follow on Spotify to download and subscribe to the show and check out the Discord video link in the description. Thank you so much for listening to the third part of podcast. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey now, another squad coming in. Boom, whole squad down. Hey, brother, not today. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>